welcome to St. Louis in Tune. And thank you for joining us for fresh perspectives on issues and events with experts, community leaders, and everyday people who are driving change and making an impact that shapes our society and world. The show is co-hosted by Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston. We have a special guest today. Very special. Amelia Bond, who's president and CEO of St. Louis Community Foundation, is with us today on the line to talk about a very important process that's been going on right now, but culminates on May the 6th, next Thursday. It's Give STL Day. Amelia, welcome to St. Louis in Tune. Thank you. Thank you for having me this morning. Introduce yourself to folks who may not know you and or may have forgotten a little bit about you. And then we're going to talk about St. Louis Community Foundation and then really hit the uh, Give STL Day, okay? Great. My name is Amelia Bond, and I'm president and CEO of the St. Louis Community Foundation. And the Community Foundation is dedicated to our community and having community impact. We service donors and assist them with grant making, promote philanthropy in our region, and the foundation itself, we take on and tackle real community challenges and connect and convene and partner with all types of people and civic organizations throughout our region. Last year, we granted away on behalf of our donors and our own and from our own assets, $117 million in funds, which about 85% of that remains here in St. Louis. It was a big year, a lot of need last year with COVID. And Give STL Day that we're going to talk about today is one of the efforts and events that we put on during the year. Now, what you mentioned challenges. What kind of challenges are out there related to what you do and what the St. Louis Community Foundation does? A couple examples in the last couple of years. For example, in 2020, when the pandemic hit our region so hard, hit the nation last March, we created a COVID-19 regional response fund. We seeded that fund with $100,000 our endowment fund and brought together a group of committee to advise us on grant making from that fund. And in the end, we raised uh, nearly $7 million that was distributed to nonprofits throughout our region in response to meet their needs and challenges of mm-hmm. COVID. So that was a big activity for us last year. We have several initiatives that we partner and align with. One is Invest STL, which is a, a group working to make community development a regional priority and meet the needs of our, our neighborhood. Another effort that we partner with and is housed here at the St. Louis Community Foundation is St. Louis Graduate. That is working to bring make edu- secondary education affordable mm. for first-time college goers and families and, and our community most in need. So those are just a couple examples of our work. And you do a boatload of work and you do great work because these are items that go towards great causes. And you work with those people who are donating money and you're like the in-between person, right? A little bit, yeah. So donors come to us. We have about 800, 850 funds here at the foundation comprised of donors of all shapes and sizes and, and interests. And we work to connect them to what the community needs are as well as just service them. We have donors that are giving to vast number of places, and so they need a lot of back office support. So we do that, and then we also work to educate our donors, give them opportunities to learn and hopefully grow in their philanthropy. We find that donors that have funds with us, about 50 to 70% of our annual gifts that come into the foundation and ultimately go out in the form of grants come from existing donors, and so they connect with each other through the community foundation. 
So it's a very robust civic organization that our purpose is to promote philanthropy and help grow the pie so that the nonprofits have a place to connect with donors through us and also know that we're working very hard to capture as many philanthropic dollars for our region as we can. Yeah, I love where you use purposeful philanthropy that connects community and donors to build and preserve a more equitable and vibrant region. That's It's great yeah. what you guys are doing because many nonprofits, we've had, we try to focus those or uh, showcase those here on the show and give people an understanding of who all's out there and what are their needs. And you really help them connect with the grants and a lot of other kinds of benefits that they could receive from many of these particular individual charitable funds. Yep, exactly. We do. And thank you for stating our mission. It is, we're really proud of our mission and we think we do a lot of connecting in the community and building that philanthropic network that is so important to the vibrancy of our region. I mean, we have so many nonprofits do incredible work and their needs are so great. And Give STL Day, that is our event that we're, this will be our eighth year scheduled for Thursday, May 6th. And this year we have over a thousand nonprofits participating this 24 hour long online giving day. And it's just a, it's an example of a day that brings the community together and, and speaks to our mission and is just a way, it's an event that we feel helps the community. It really does. Cause I, as I looked back on your information here last year, when we talked, COVID was just nobody knew what was going to happen, but you all raised $4.5 million. Wow. And that was, that's crazy. That's a lot of money. It was a 50% increase um, from the prior year. I wow. think we had done $3 million um, in our sixth year. And so in the seventh, we did four and a half. And that's been true of, you know, each year that we've done it, it just, you know, the community gets more familiar with it. Donors engage. If someone gets on our website, giveftlday.org, the ticker that shows the dollars escalating and the countdown to the day is really just it's mesmerizing and fun to watch. And with a thousand nonprofits on it, there's a lot of information at your fingertips just about what's happening in St. And it's a record for us, actually, this year to have over a thousand nonprofits participating. So Now, how do nonprofits, how are they able to be beneficiaries of this? Because maybe some of those nonprofit folks are listening to this and they didn't, wow, I didn't know I could be a part of this. Right. How, how do they go about doing that? I will say that it is closed now for this year. So I think we closed registration just this week. And so the profit, nonprofits participating is set. And, but they can certainly let us know if they want to participate next year. But we, they provide, they have uh, the ability to get online and create their profile and put their very specific information that they're looking to promote as the need is still great as a result of COVID. The profits have been, been hit extremely hard and so many fundraisers canceled. Everything's gone virtual and Give Us CL Day has become a really important day for the profits in our community. It's just part of their fundraising calendar. And so we just, our role is to just encourage, to promote the day, encourage donors to check us out. Um, the, the website is live and there's actually, we do have advanced giving now. That's a new function for us. I just looked a, a little bit ago over, I think we're over $220,000 has been raised so far and already 369 nonprofits have raised something. So our goal is to beat last year at, at the 4.5 million. We'll see if we can do it. Yeah, to have Mark 
over 1,500 donations already with what she's talking about. And I'm on the website right now and going to $220,000. It really speaks when the day hasn't even started yet. We have another six right. days to go. <laughs> but it's always focused on that day. But I love this early giving because right. sometimes people, events happen in their life or their sure. business or something like that. And they go, oh, man, I missed that thing. So I think that's a really great idea. Is this the first year for that, Amelia? Yeah, it's been evolving. We allowed, we used to certainly gave donors of the community foundations were able to work with us and get prepared and, and line up in advance and we'd take care of it for them. And yes, this has just been evolving. And I think the day is, everyone knows the day's out there. The nonprofits mark their calendars. As I said, they know it's going to be early May. A lot of donors know that it's this time of year. And it works really well for the nonprofits because it is mid-year for them, but the year-end giving, and it's often when their balances and operating funds get, you know, lower at lower levels. And yeah, it's been evolving and the day just has become really important to St. Louis. And we know that here at the foundation and we're committed to the day. A good example is just over the last eight years, we've raised $17.5 million in total for community. So and that's we're pretty excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> just want to encourage donors to check out that website, givestlday.org. Yes, givestlday.org, givestlday.org. And you can watch, matter of fact, as you were talking, Amelia, I was watching the the dollar sign and it actually was going up as I was listening to you talk. See? I was like, oh, wow, she's really got some people going already. <laughs> just watch on the day. Now it's, it's just, it's mesmerizing, I got to say. And we actually have even the, the kicker, as we call it, is on some billboards around the city oh, and great. around the region. And you're driving along, you can even take a glance and see how we're faring on the day. But it's a big social media event. The nonprofits all promote the day. And it's just a great day for the community to come together. And something positive. We've had a, it's certainly been a difficult year for everybody. And one thing we have in common is we support profits that are doing such amazing work, keeping, brightening people's lives. And donations, let people know how donations can be made. Is that through credit well, card? Is that via through credit card? Yep. Okay. It's all on the website, and donors can give the minimum donation is $10, and it goes up from there. And you can give to multiple organizations. It's really a very intuitive, simple website. And I've always said, check out one nonprofit that's one or more nonprofits. And there's certainly, we all have our favorites and those that we're familiar with and support. Mm -hmm. But also check out one you don't know. Look for organizations that just interest you. There is every, we just have every kind of organization and they're categorized Mm -hmm. by different types of categories, the arts, education, to the environment, to human services, to religion. And then we also have them by location throughout our region. Finding those that you don't know is often one of the more fulfilling experiences. And that's been really important to the profits and a real incentive for them to participate uh, because we have found on average that about 30% of the donors they receive on the day are new to an organization. So it makes it a very worthwhile event for the profits. Amelia, do great work, and this is a wonderful process to go through and culminating next Thursday, which is May 6th. Folks, don't forget, it's Give STL Day next Thursday, but you can give to STL groups now. You don't have to wait until that day. Yep. Go to the website, givestlday.org, givestlday.org. Amelia Bond. 
president and CEO of St. Louis Community Foundation. Thank you very much for coming on St. Louis in Tune this morning. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Wow. Bye. That's amazing. It is. And here are some of the things she was talking about, and I never knew about this group. And there's a lot of groups out there that we don't know. And Mm -hmm. we try to honestly have some nonprofit groups on here to get the word out about those groups. And they're doing such great work. Now, this sounds kind of corny, but it's very serious. $10 will provide two bales of hay for the cows, calves, piglets, pigs, sheep, lambs, goats, and kids at the Gentle Barn Last Resort Farm Sanctuary, which serves animals that have experienced extreme abuse and neglect. And $20 will pay an at-risk young person to cut the grass of a senior homeowner, thanks to the Riverview West Florissant Development Corporation. Great. $100 will enable a piano to be tuned by Pianos for People. We've had them on, which offers free access to the piano for families and individuals with limited resources. Oh, my. So a lot of great things. And over the course of their time, you know, they have had $17.5 million raised for the region's nonprofit since 2014. Yeah. So they started, it's eight years now, right? It's only eight years they've been doing Uh, this. Yeah, seven. Yeah. So it is developing. It's getting better. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it'll get better all the time. That's all for this show, and thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can listen to additional shows at stlintune.com. That's stlintune.com. And please consider leaving a review on Apple or Podchaser or your preferred podcast platform, as your feedback helps us reach more listeners and continue to grow. Thanks to Bob Berthesell for our theme music and co-host Mark Langston. And we thank you for being a part of our community of curious minds. St. Louis in Tune is a production of Motif Media Group and the U.S. Radio Network. Remember to keep seeking, keep learning, walk worthy, and let your light shine. For St. Louis in Tune, I'm Arnold Stricker.